0: Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast, and here's the Queen herself, registered dietitian Heather Klug. Are you a tea lover? If so, you're going to love what I have to say today. If you're not a tea fan, maybe I can convince you to give it a try after you hear the discussion today. In celebration of International Tea Day on May 21st, I thought it would be good to highlight tea, and reveal why drinking tea regularly is so good for the heart. Put the kettle on, brew your favorite tea, lift your pinky, and sip away while we spill the tea on tea. I'm Heather Klug, registered dietitian from the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center. So let's get to it. Our what for today is tea and why it's good for the heart. Tea is the second most consumed beverage on the planet. In case you were wondering, water comes in first place. There are many varieties of tea, black, green, white, oolong, herbal, Then I'm sure you can find a favorite to drink. Tea is made from the leaves of an evergreen shrub called Camellia sinensis. The tea leaves can then be processed in various ways, which leads to the different kinds of tea that I just mentioned. Because tea comes from a plant, and you hear me talk about consuming more foods from plants. Tea is very healthy and great to include as part of an all-around healthy eating pattern. Now to the why. Here are all the ways that tea helps your heart. Black and green tea are rich in flavonoids, an antioxidant that helps clear out inflammation. Inflammation is that nasty stuff that can affect blood vessels and the heart muscle, increasing risk for heart disease. Now, although tea contains caffeine, which is known to increase blood pressure, the slow-releasing caffeine in tea doesn't raise blood pressure like coffee tends to. A protein in tea called KCNQ5 helps to relax and dilate blood vessels. With more open blood vessels, there's better blood flow, which helps to lower blood pressure. L-theanine an amino acid in tea has also been shown to lower blood pressure in people experiencing stress or anxiety. Drinking tea has also been shown to help lower lousy cholesterol, that's the stuff that tends to clog our arteries, and possibly increase HDL, healthy cholesterol. Tea is also thought to prevent LDL cholesterol particles from oxidizing. Once oxidized, LDL particles can go rogue and contribute to plaque buildup in blood vessel walls, leading to atherosclerosis. I'll share with you two well-done studies that support drinking tea. A large study on 100,000 Chinese adults who were followed for seven years as part of a long-term health study found that adults who drank three cups of tea per week had a 20% reduced risk of having a heart attack and a 22% reduced risk of dying from heart disease. Not bad. That's not even drinking it every day. Another study in which 37,000 people from the Netherlands were followed for 13 years found that people who drank three to six cups of tea per day were 45% less likely to die from heart disease compared to those who drank one cup or less. All right, now that most important part, how do we put it into practice? While there's no recommendation for exactly how much tea to drink each day, I would suggest drinking it daily. Aim for one to three cups per day to best help your heart. For the coffee lovers out there, that includes me, you don't have to give up your cup of java. Start your day with coffee if you prefer and then switch to tea to get a nice balance of antioxidants. This is what I do. I have coffee in the morning and tea in the afternoon. If your goal is to get the highest amount of antioxidants, stick to green tea. But black tea is great too. I personally prefer the taste of black tea. Black tea also has antioxidants, or you can do a combination of the two. There are many teas to try. My favorite is chai with the warm spices it contains. If drinking caffeinated tea, aim to drink this earlier in the day by like mid-afternoon so caffeine doesn't interfere with falling asleep. Decaf tea, especially herbal tea such as chamomile, is great to drink before bed and may actually help with falling asleep. For extra help in reducing blood pressure, you could also try hibiscus tea. Drinking three eight-ounce cups of hibiscus tea each day Lowered systolic blood pressure by seven points in some studies done on people with prehypertension and stage one high blood pressure. And it's a pretty red color thanks to the rose colored petals of the hibiscus flower. It tastes good too. My other major tip is to keep your tea unsweetened as much as possible. Adding sugar counteracts the health benefits you would get from drinking tea. Drinking sweet tea regularly can lead to weight gain and an increased risk for type 2 diabetes and heart disease. If you need to sweeten tea, add a small amount of stevia or just a little honey. Over time, gradually decrease the amount of sugar and get used to the natural flavor of tea. Your taste buds can and will adjust to less sugar. You could also try squeezing a little fresh lemon juice into hot or iced tea for a boost of flavor. If buying bottled tea, look at the Nutrition Facts label. I look at the calorie amount first and like to see zero calories. If calories are listed, you are getting added sugars in some form. Bonus tip about bottled tea. Most bottled teas are highly processed and contain little to no antioxidants. You'd have to drink 20 bottles to get the equivalent in antioxidants in just one 8-ounce cup of brewed tea. Stick to tea packets or loose leaf tea, everyone. Here's a tip for pregnant and breastfeeding women. When pregnant or breastfeeding, it's recommended to limit caffeine to 200 milligrams per day or less. Stick to decaf or herbal tea or at least limit caffeinated tea to 1 to 2 8-ounce cups. My last tip is to enjoy tea often. Drink it daily to get the most benefit for your heart. Well, I hope I convinced you to drink tea and to enjoy it regularly to boost heart health. For more information on taking care of your heart, please check out the Karen Yan Center website and Pinterest page for heart healthy recipes, our Karen Yan Center YouTube channel for cooking videos, and join our conversation by leaving a comment on our Karen Yance Center YouTube channel. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, and leave us a review. Spread the word about the Queen of Hearts podcast on your social media, and while you're at it, tell a friend. Thank you for listening today, everyone, and as we always say, be the ruler of your own heart health. Goodbye! Thank you for joining us on the Queen of Hearts podcast. Our podcast is recorded here at the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center inside Aurora St. Luke's Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For more heart-healthy tips, info, recipes, and more, visit our website at www.karenyancecenter.org, like us on Facebook at Karen Yance Center, and follow us on Pinterest. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our show and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, ladies, be ruler of your own heart.